Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in our mini-series on organizational capabilities. In our previous episodes, we talked about the theories for the organizational capabilities, actually about two of them, the resource-based view and the capability-based view. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the definition of what an organizational capability is. And if you think about what a capability is, it's very, you, you will notice how hard it is to define what it is. Think about your individual capability. What is your individual capability? How can you describe it? And here we run into the problem of tautology. Let's assume that your capability is the piano playing capability. So you have a competence in the field of piano playing. The problem is that we define the capability by the result of its capability, by its outcome. A good example can be that we define piano playing capability by those who play piano. So if you play piano, you have the piano playing capability. But it is wrong because we define something through itself. So only those with apples can be called those who are with apples. Those who speak German are German speakers. And this introduces a sort of tautology. So actually only those who, let's say, played well at a concert are assumed to have the piano playing capability. But that can happen. There are many other people who were not at the concert, who decided not to go there in order to play, not to join the playing teams. It can happen that some people do it for fun and actually they can play very well piano. And it can happen that some people play piano well, but all of a sudden something something happened and due to some reasons they didn't manage to play piano well. And you would assume that they don't have the piano playing capability while they probably have one. And we have a problem with the definition of an organizational capability because usually we try to tie it to the type of a capability, like logistics capability. And then we immediately have to say something about the logistics and we assume, okay, if somebody is competent in the field of logistics, then he or she should have shown great results in the field of logistics. And here we have the tautology. So the way to avoid this tautological definition, and I think practitioners can live with this tautological definition, the theorists cannot, because we need to know how to approach a capability and how to measure it. And if we define it in a tautological way, then we don't know actually what to measure and how to measure it. One of the possible solutions would be to look at the components of a capability. The second approach that may be complementary to the previous one is to say that a capability is probabilistically related to the outcome. So probably those who are have the logistics capability, they're highly likely to be also successful in logistics, but it doesn't imply that they're successful. They may decide not to activate their logistics capability. And if we want to understand what a capability is formed by, I just want to introduce you one of the definitions by uh, Winter and that he proposed in his paper in 2003. He said that an organizational capability is a high-level routine or collection of routines, and that, together with its implementing input flows, confers upon an organization's management a set of decision options for producing significant outputs of a particular type. 
As you see here, Winter managed to go away from the type of capability. He just says that there is a type of capability, but it's not, you have to look not at the results, but on the routines or let's say formal and informal interactions within a process that leads to something what you want to investigate. Let's go back to our example for logistics capability. So if you want to see what an organization has an organizational logistics capability, we have to look at the routines or collections of routines that lead to logistics. It means there are some people who interact with themselves, with other resources, with the clients, with the machines, and it all leads to the delivered goods. So we know these are the routines, these are the formal and informal processes that lead to a result that is related to logistics. At the same time, Winter said that organizational capability confers upon an organization's management a set of decision options, and this is also a very interesting and important aspect of the definition. The capability is a set of routines, and they have just a potential, but what of this potential to use, so they offer you several options, and you can go for one of the, let's say, 10 options, you can go for two of 10 options, Probably you don't have resources to go for all the proposed options, but you can go for none of the options. Imagine that you have people who work in logistics and they offer a solution in order to how to deliver, let's say, goods from point A to point B, and there are different options how you can deliver these goods. The managers can decide which of the options to take, or maybe they can say that they make some differentiation strategy and try to use two of let's say 10 proposed routes, but they can say, no, we decided, we decided not to deliver the good where we want to and just skip this order and go for our next client. So Sidney Winter, he introduced the idea of this potential into his definition. And actually like this definition, definition pretty much, although I know that some of my colleagues who make research in the field of capabilities, they would criticize it for some reasons. They have different reasons to criticize this definition. Anyway, what we know is that an organizational capability is about the routines, it's about something that has to be learned, that has to be interactive and has to appear during a long time. Now let's go back to our individual example of a piano playing capability. And remember the joke, I, I don't know, I've never tried. So if you never try, then you don't have a routine, you haven't developed any routine, any process, you didn't learn to interact with other, with the, with the trainer, with the teacher, with other peers with whom you can play piano, uh, even with a resource, like for example, with a notebook where you have all the notes that you would probably need in order to play piano. So if you don't have it, then we can definitely say that you don't have the capability. And here comes the trick. Uh, with a piano playing, it's a kind of very simple individual example how you can show that something works. In the event of organizational capabilities, and sometimes in the event of individual capabilities, some things can happen just by luck. And I remember we had a colleague who managed to publish his paper from the first time. It was a good paper, I don't want to criticize it, but he also had luck with the journal, they had a special issue, he also had luck with the reviewers who liked the idea, although some other reviewers may have not liked it, so you never know what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden the paper is published and can we assume that this person developed the paper publishing capability or writing capability or research capability? Actually not, so it needs to take 
a longer period of time, we need to see that it was not a coincidence. And unfortunately, it's very hard in the organizational settings to understand what was the coincidence and what was not a coincidence. Here I want to give you an example that I give to my students when we discuss the COVID-19 and what happens during the markets. In my class on strategic management, I ask my students, how do they think, what kind of business model are the good ones? Well, is there a unique or the best way to approach the business model? And say, yeah, this is the one by Amazon. This is the one by eBay. This is the one by other online stores. Those who, let's say, by Zoom. Because they managed to survive. They became so rich in the last years. And they showed how good it was uh, to have a business model like this, this online-oriented business model. And then I asked them a question. Imagine that the COVID-19 infection was not a human infection, but was a computer virus. And all the intranet disappears for, let's say, one or two years. And it will have almost the same impact as the COVID-19 had in our lives. Just we will probably have to completely go away from the digital. And then who would be successful? And then they start understanding that actually all the local stores, all those without the online sales, all those stores would have become successful, but not Amazon, they would have lost. So sometimes it is really the idea of the contingencies and it is about the coincidence that may lead to successful results. So can we say that the Amazon have the unique capability with regard to the strategy development? It's hard to say. They had luck with the COVID-19 crisis. Actually, they do a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of interesting projects that indicated they might have a very good strategic capability, but I don't want to polemicize on this. This We will know in some years when we see how successful they can remain. For a moment, I think you have the main idea I wanted to, do, to tell you is what is a capability. It is a set of routines. It is a set of interaction of people that offer you a range of decision options that you can decide to apply in order to achieve a certain result. Within the organizational settings, it's very easy to, it's more or less easy, it's an abstract term, but we can imagine it. And for the individuals, it's also very easy to imagine. I'm sorry, I know that the capability-based view and the organizational capabilities is a very abstract topic, but I hope that you like it, I hope that you understand it and you can apply it. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the comment section or whatever app you are using. See you next time in the next episode where we are going to talk about the dynamization of the capability-based view and dynamic capabilities view. See you and bye-bye.